0: Hi, this is Shubhang from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 15th of November. On the birth anniversary of tribal icon Birsa Munda and the 3rd Janjatiya Gaurav Devas, Prime Minister Narendra Modi launched the 24,000 crore Pradhan Mantri Particularly Vulnerable Tribal Groups or the PMPVTG mission. The scheme is aimed at the development of around 28 lakh vulnerable tribal groups in the country. An official statement by the central government said that under the mission, basic facilities such as roads, telecom connectivity, electricity, safe housing, clean drinking water and sanitation will be provided to the tribals. Among other facilities, improved access to education, health, nutrition and sustainable livelihood opportunities will be provided. PM Modi also released 18,000 crore as the 15th installment of the PM Kisan scheme to more than 8 crore beneficiaries across the country. The Pradhan Mantri Kisan Samman Nidhi scheme is one of the world's largest direct benefit transfer schemes, which aims to support farmers in meeting their agricultural and other incidental needs. Under the scheme, a financial assistance of 6,000 per year is transferred into bank accounts of beneficiary farmers in three equal installments. PM Modi also visited tribal icon Birsa Munda's birthplace, Ulihatu, in Jharkhand's Khunthi district. He was accompanied by Chief Minister Hemant Soren, Governor CP Radhakrishnan, and Union Tribal Affairs Minister Arjun Munda. Vinod Adani, the elder brother of industrialist Gautam Adani, became a citizen of Cyprus through a golden passport scheme, the Indian Express reported today. Vinod was among 66 other Indians who got citizenship through the scheme between 2014 and 2020. He had applied for the scheme in August 2016 and got Cypriot citizenship in November 2016, as per data accessed by the Organized Crime and Corruption Reporting Project. The Golden Passport Scheme, also called the Cyprus Investment Programme, was introduced by the West Asian island country in 2007 to grant citizenship to financially prominent individuals. With this, the country aimed to bring in foreign direct investments. However, after allegations that the scheme was being misused to allow those facing criminal charges to acquire Cypriot passports, it was scrapped in 2020. This revelation comes on the heels of multiple reports published this year that accuse the Adani Group of stock and price manipulations. While the Hindenburg report claimed that Vinod Adani was the key negotiator of the Adani Group for raising funds from the international market, the OCCRP report alleged that offshore funds owning at least 13% of the free float in multiple Adani stocks were secretly controlled by associates of Vinod Adani. As you are well aware, New Delhi is one of the world's most polluted cities and the air pollution gets much worse around this time of the year. My colleague Anmol Pritham set out to clear the smog around Delhi's air and find the causes behind the city's pollution. You can read his story titled A Perennial Problem, Mapping the Scale of Delhi's Air Crisis. You see, we are only able to bring you such reports and interviews because you've got our back. Head on to newslaundry.com slash election fund and pick a contribution amount of your choice. We are stronger together and we are even stronger with you. At least 38 passengers were killed and several injured in a bus accident near the Doda district of Jammu and Kashmir today. The bus with 55 passengers reportedly veered off and plunged around 200 meters down a steep slope. It was travelling from Kishwad to Jammu when the accident occurred near Trungul in the Assar area. A police official said, and I quote, the injured have been shifted to nearby health facilities for immediate treatment, unquote. Jammu and Kashmir Lieutenant Governor Manoj Sinha expressed his profound sorrow over the incident. He said in a statement, extremely pained by the loss of lives in a tragic bus accident in Assar Doda. My heartfelt condolences to bereaved families and wishing for a speedy recovery of those injured in the accident. Directed DivCom and Admin to provide all necessary assistance to affected persons. Today, a new radar imaging device co-developed by India and the US completed a key trial at ISRO's Compact Antenna Test Facility. The NASA-ISRO Synthetic Aperture Radar, also called NISAR, will utilize radar imaging to map changes in ecosystems around the world. It will be launched in an Earth observation satellite early next year. The NASA Jet Propulsion Laboratory said in a statement that NISAR had completed 20 days of testing of its antenna systems. It also underwent a 21-day trial in a thermal vacuum chamber. The device proved its reliability in extreme low temperatures and vacuum of space. NISAR is an Earth Observation Imaging System that uses two radars of different frequencies. It is capable of mapping the entire globe in 12 days to provide accurate data that will be used to study climate change, natural hazards and disasters more effectively. The data from NISAR will help scientists closely observe ice caps, sea level rise and changes in vegetation, biomass and groundwater. It is also expected to deepen our understanding of natural disasters, such as tsunamis, earthquakes, volcanoes and landslides. After further testing, the imaging system will be transported to Satish Dhawan Space Centre at Andhra Pradesh's Sriharikota. From there, it will be launched into the low-Earth orbit atop ISRO's Geosynchronous Satellite Launch Vehicle Mark II rocket. The United Nations Security Council is trying to come up with a resolution on the Israel-Hamas war, For a fifth time. This comes after four failed attempts. It remains to be seen whether serious divisions can be overcome to produce a consensus on wording. As per Associated Press, the current draft will demand immediate extended humanitarian pauses throughout the Gaza Strip. This is to provide civilians with desperately needed aid. Additionally, it will demand that all parties comply with international humanitarian law requiring protection for civilians, call for special protections for children and ban hostage-taking. Media reports said that there will be no mention of a ceasefire in the draft. No reference will be made to Hamas's surprise attack on Israel on 7th October and Israel's retaliatory airstrikes and ground offensive in Gaza. The 15-member council, which has the responsibility for maintaining international peace and security, has been paralysed since the war began. This is because the United States has objected to any mention of a ceasefire while China and Russia want an immediate ceasefire in Gaza. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com/subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest news laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports, stay informed, pay for news, protect democracy, save the world.